This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 839. I am Brian Kilby. Uh, Radio Free Are Cybertrons. You? Yeah, I am. I'm here. Thank you for uh, covering last week. Radio Free Cybertrons, the original Transformers podcast, one of the world's oldest podcasts, and, you know, the oldest toy and action figure podcast in existence. And all I got was this shirt. Uh, that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in one sense, I kind of hate that for us. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's something. Just to, think of how old that makes us. Yeah, it's something to put like <laughs> on your Twitter handle if you have Twitter or uh, Threads or something. Uh, Brian Kilby, Diecast, Chris, Matt's also here. Yep, Matt, I how am long, here. How long until your birthday? Uh, not quite two months. That's, oh, it's Diecast's birthday. This is this month. Diecast, how long is yep. your birthday? Uh, <laughs> ten days. Okay, I thought it was this week. Okay, Don. Ten days. Okay, well, never mind. TFRadio.net slash diecast list. Don, Rob, and I, we're all past. And Chris, I don't remember your birthday either, sorry. January. January. I don't remember my own sibling's birthday. I have no idea what my brother's birthdays are. I just don't remember that. I always remember my sibling's birthdays and a month after they happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the family calendar. I remember the things, or I used to, but then my brain broke. Yeah, my brain is busy holding like useless transformers stuff in it so let's talk about that hey um i got a pretty i was out last week so i got a pretty decent haul i don't know if i want to go first or last this week well we have like 45 minutes to figure that out i'll be thinking about that exclusively as we talk through the news uh so uh spencer wild in our discord uh our pal richard mister and also vice grip x got uh replacement victory sabers this past week uh spencer's came with a broken or missing antenna looks like yep it's otherwise good i forget how that was working did you have to previously send back your star saber to get a replacement well now i know spencer at least got allowed to keep the one he had so that he could you know inspect the new one before sending back the old one i don't know how widespread that ended up being you yeah, had you, the option to hold on to it for a certain amount of time, or you could ship it back right away. The the most recent email that I got regarding this, like it was being presented very much as we will send you a shipping label, you send it back to us, and we will send you your replacement out then. So Yeah, that's I, I would rather I would rather hold on to it just in case it is like missing parts. Yeah. I do like, not give up my hostages until you hand me the package. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. But, Mine's fine, so I, I don't have any reason to replace it. I, I yeah, mine was good too. I just feel like Spencer's, you know, missing antenna situation here is not boding all that well for the overall QC level of the second run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that's like my concern. That's like mine. the The Chrome wasn't perfect, but it wasn't bad enough to where I wanted to complain and risk getting something worse. So, well, hopefully. Once they start getting the old ones back, maybe they will have some way of scavenging them for parts in case something yeah. is wrong with the new batch. It's like a botcon knitting club, basically. Yes. <laughs> it, I it, hope so. It, it loses a little something, though, without... Um, shoot, I can't remember... Being at the name, table the, and just digging the, the through cus- parts. The custom class, custom class guy. What was his name? 
Buck Hunter Lenny? class guy? Not Lenny. No, I don't. No, Lenny was one of the other. But he would always be sitting at the information desk at BotCon with the whole bin of like spare exclusives behind him for the people that got defective sets to come and you know get their stuff fixed up. Like when they did the the victory saver thing. Sean Tespin was that his name? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know Sean did that. I never did. Well, I mean, a couple of years running, I saw him in that role, Um, which kind of makes sense if he was also the custom class guy too. Like he probably had the experience for that. But like the victory saber thing kind of loses uh, part of that whole botcon experience by not having you know one dude sitting at a counter with a big bin of parts behind him. Like, yeah, bring it over. Let's see what we can you know patch up on there for you. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a replacement on the way, start expecting it. Good yeah. Luck. I mean, hopefully, I have not heard back anything from Hasbro since they asked for uh, me to confirm my shipping address. Like, you know, either way to send a label or to confirm. Like, yep, it's on the way. Uh, let's see here. So next week, and because of this, I think we're going to do the show on Thursday instead of uh, Wednesday. Uh, we'll have Transformers Toy Reveal panel at San Diego Comic-Con. There's also going to be a breakfast, which we we're invited to, but nobody's going. So Oops. we're going to miss out on that. But um, yeah. yeah. But thank you for inviting us. We always yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, sadly, none of us, sadly, none of us live on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Or travel really that much except for Diecast. We travel yeah. a lot. Why couldn't you get like a why couldn't you work in San Diego that week? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the one area where we have another person like me. Uh, so just I like you? Get, or, uh, same role. They have as a goatee me. or something? Are they like your. <laughs> <laughs> Much older than me and die probably wiser too. Oh, it's the diecast from the previous time loop. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're diecast darkly. So, um,. What we do know from this toy reveal panel, uh, based on the copy here, like Commander we're going to have, yeah, the first Studio Series Commander class, which is like percent certain to be Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Uh, also, more Generations exclusive reveals. So probably this is going to be our first look at the Amazon Nova Prime. Cool. I'm excited for that one. I'm I'm curious to see how that's going. To, well, actually, both of those things we talked about. I'm curious to see how the execution is going to be on those. Yeah, I, I assume like, a Commander class Ultra Magnus is going to skip the cab robot stage because that was never part of the cartoon. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm, the Commander class. I would. They might squeeze it in, just as an Easter. I don't egg. know. Masterpiece didn't. Right. That's true. I feel like they might skip the cab robot in favor of having like. A very screen accurate, like in, especially in the robot proportions, robot mode, but also have the vehicle mode, like have the right, uh, you know, open nature for the trailer and the, the be able to actually put like dogs cars on the deck. Yeah. The even the Earthrise one can't, or not Earthrise, the Kingdom one can't really do that. Hmm. Also, we keep hearing rumors of the next Transformers Haslab. Do you think this would be a good time to uh, announce that? I, think it's I know early. it's not listed, but I think it's early. Well, so, I I think generally around around this time they announce a Marvel one, and then towards the end of the Marvel's funding, they announce the Transformers one. Yeah, I mean they yeah. we have five days left on the Dragonfly, so it's time to it's time to get something else out there. Crazy yeah, I legs. I would expect the the Transformers one to debut around October, based on. Uh, previous patterns um yeah. and end of august beginning of september i would say yeah because it seems I like if you, with funding ending around october 
Because if you announce something now with Nemesis having just come out, it seems like to me you'd be kind of like taking hype away from Nemesis. Like, oh, I'm on, I, I really want that figure. I'm probably going to get it. I just got, then all of a sudden you announce the next thing They're and you all, pu- and you're pulling, and you're pulling hype. That, that's how they've done it before. They're always cannibalizing yeah. their, their market share. Well, it's like the Nemesis hype was when the pre-orders came out. Like that's when they're yeah. counting that. Yeah. At this point, anybody who is going to get it immediately has done so already. And everybody else that's left is waiting for discounts anyway. So it's not taking away from yeah. anything to, Announce has left. I canceled my pre-order. I'm like, I just I'm gonna wait until it's at Ollie's or I can get it. Or $130 on Amazon, gifradio.net slash Amazon. Yeah, I don't think any have shown up at Ollie's since Omega Supreme. Yeah. Like I think found other outlets for that. Did did Omega actually show up at Ollie's? No, not Omega. I think Predaking was the last one, wasn't it? Predaking's last I saw. Yeah. I didn't remember Predaking showing up there. The last one I remember there was Trypticon. Okay. Trypticon there were tons of. Yeah, Yeah. lots of Trypticon. Yeah, trip to come. Thank was you again, Matt, for getting one for me. Yes. You're welcome. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, man, Dragonfly. I, I, I actually, I canceled some pre-orders to, to prioritize Dragonfly because I just don't want to spend all the money that I've been spending. Like going back to like October, November, when like fifteen hundred dollars in pre-orders hit, like around that same time. Like I'm uh, just not going to do that. How, That's no. what's happening right now with uh, Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah. If you're collecting both, I can't. I what I got. What I. I'm going to talk about your when what we got this week, what actually came, but I canceled everything else. I'll just how wait. is the dragonfly doing now? Have they unlocked the second tier? I saw they. I think they're. The I think third. they're. Yeah, I think they're. I think they went through two, and that's when they announced three. No, yes, no, they, or they, they announced. Linda, the, Linda's not announced, announced yet. Okay, they announced the third okay. one to try to get more people to to uh, pre-order and unlock the second. One. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the, people thought it was going to be General Hawk, and it ended up being Crazy Legs. And it's the Night Force crazy legs and not the good deco. Well, it goes with the the, the first unlock, which was also a Night Force figure, I think. Yeah, but like crazy legs has this iconic deco. And if they're not going to release that again because it's a HasLab, which they do reserve the right I, per their FAQ to release like versions of toys potentially later, but they haven't yet. So if we're only getting one deco of crazy legs, it needs to be the, the original version. I, I uh, don't I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think the Night Force Deco will be what's tied to the Haslab and you'll get regular crazy legs. Well, um, well right. that's that's if they Forever. that's that's if they do a crazy legs because again oh, they, like they have they have yet to do an, they have yet to redo a Haslab toy as a retail run. Go ahead, Don. Sorry. Uh a few a few of the people I follow on Twitter have said that and these are the people that are Hasbro affiliates and stuff that crazy legs will be getting the regular deco in mainline. Nobody has actually said that. Who knows what they're talking about? Okay. Well, I'm saying that's just what I've seen. I haven't had a chance to do it. Deep- people are saying it. it yeah. They're speculating. If they were only going to do one deco, it wouldn't be the specialized night force. One. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless Hasbro says it and it might happen. I'm not saying it's certainly not, but I'm leaning toward it, toward it. Not. They will wait. To read to do any new deco options on Haslab originated classified figures or whatever until further down the road. Like they're gonna make there be separation between the Haslab campaign and a retail release of a different variant. Yeah. Okay. To make sure so, that there's not that overrun. So what you need to do, Brian, is go order a couple more dragonflies <laughs> so you get extra crazy legs and then have somebody yeah. customize those for you and you can sell those. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, uh, I'm so- on I'm on Pulse right now checking on my pre-orders. Um, there's seven fifteen thousand seven hundred eighty-eight backers with five days, three hours, and sixteen. It'll it, we'll get Glenda. She'll hit. They they always have jumps towards the end of the funding because people wait for some reason that I'd never understand. It's iffy yeah. on crazy legs whether that's it would have to be a pretty big jump, but it could happen. I mean, we got a big jump on Unicron. It's just the wrong crazy legs deco. I'm sorry. Well, Unicron <laughs> also needed to be extended at least once. a month. Yeah, yeah. But like at the very end, it blew up. Which is why Primus is not going to be the next Haslab. No, no, Primus no, is never that. going to be a Haslab. Nobody no, wants I, Primus. I I really strongly feel that the next Haslab, like a strong possibility that is going to be Autobot City Metroplex. Devastator. I would say uh, Metroplex. I don't think they would try and make it Autobot City. I I think they would try. Yeah, they would try. Mm. I think um, it would come out terrible if they tried. A Studio Series 86 Metroplex? Well, I think it's, that's I essentially think that's what it would like, be. That's, I think that's more likely than Devastator, but I think Devastator's on the list. Oh, Devastator is in the, is in the movie, so there will be a Studio Series figure of him somewhere, and they're not going to sell that box set at retail. It'll be HasLab. Well, I mean, they can do like the Dinobots with it and yeah. just spread it out over three years. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Or the other Devastator, the movie Devastator, they did. Nobody wants they, that. They spread it out. Nobody and then they did a box yet. set after that. Yep. Okay. So uh, speaking of movie, retro reissue Skywarp and Shrapnel. Uh, we have stock photos of those. Uh, Shrapnel's Which 30 is, bucks instead of. Yeah. Yeah. $5 less. And I think this is our first look at any of the retro Insecticons in plastic. So like here's the pattern that we're working from. There's no chrome. The chest window cockpit hatch, whatever is fully opaque yellow it actually looks pretty good if a little weird without the chrome yeah i kind of like the purple on the arms though it it it, it pops against the yeah. black of the body yeah it is a it is a more saturated purple than the original insecticons now that you mention yeah. it it's not bad it's it's different it's very uh very like different it. looking i don't like it I'm okay with it. I think it's funny that for the uh, where the t- uh, for the two Decepticon symbols to be so close together for the two modes. That's just kind of funny. Uh, I mean, well, I remember you said that, Rob. We'll talk about that later on. Okay. So just remember. Um, yeah, I mean, Skywarp looks fine as we'd expect, and like I like the direction they're going with with the Insecticons. Like Diecast says, they pop. The cartoon adaptation actually, I think, works pretty well on this. Um. And like somebody in our Discord was saying earlier, pfradio.net slash Discord, the real interesting thing is going to be when we see the bombshell that is part of this lineup, yeah. uh, since that's a very distinct deco from what the original bombshell toy was. Yeah. I just some Kickback is one of my favorite toys, one of my first Transformers ever. This is just so off that I find it kind of off-putting. Maybe in hand, I like it better, but as a photo, it just does not work for me. Uh, spe- uh, speaking of, do you think that Skywarp's purple parts are really going to be this blue, or do you think they'll run maybe a little bit more purple out of photography? Uh, hopefully the latter. Yeah, he's yeah. he's purple in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and he, I, he is great. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I do kind of like the look of that. So just you know, Skywarp always had a good color scheme going on. I would not mind getting that. And boy, everybody comes with the Megatron. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a Megatron, you get a Megatron, and you get a Megatron. Yeah. Guns uh, for days. Yes. There you go. That's <laughs> kind of the show title. We'll see what we'll see if it holds. Yeah. Um okay. Two new uh repaints. 
uh, for Masterpiece. I'm glad these came up again so soon because I I'm, I want your opinion on record, especially for the first one of these. Um, since you weren't here last week. Oh, I, so was did MP44S come up last week? I don't remember. It did. Okay. Uh, from from like catalog leaks. Um, it's not different enough to where I feel like I need it, and I already have two versions of that mold. And thank you guys for last week for doing the <laughs> when Don was talking about the one that he stole. That was me. Thank you. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just wanted to point it out. So I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. It's it's it. I love the yellow eyes, but it. Yeah. It doesn't work. I, so, you know, we were talking about this in the Discord after the pictures came out. As we do, we we talk about everything in our Discord. Come join us and talk about it with us. TFRadio.net slash Discord. The yellow eyes are weird on this because it is such a cartoon head, but it's not just the shape of the head and the eyes. The problem is on the G1 toy, Optimus Prime does not have a silver face. He has a silver face plate over his mouth. Yes. The face of the toy is dark blue, Blue. just like the helmet. Uh Uh I did a a quick Photoshop over the main cartoon head on MP44S and like make that blue behind those eyes and it that reads a lot better. It's still not right because it's a cartoon shape and not a toy shape, but like just that one little change helped it a lot. There is the alternate head in this, which MP44 already had. It's the uh, the season one variant head, which is a little bit a little more rounded and toy like uh, with narrower eyes. I think it'd be even better with that one because it is closer to the original toy. But like, yeah, just the big yellow eyes on a gray face reads really really weird on this for me and it doesn't really it, like it takes something away from the concept yeah of the three masterpiece optimus primes we have the mold this is the weakest one and they're still trying to get their money out of it and yeah. i and out of us and out of us and i wish they would stop i wish, <laughs> really wish they would stop <laughs> it's it looks great it looks great in robot mode but it's it's a pain in the butt to transform and it's i worried i was going to break it and it's 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 basically it's op- it's masterpiece jumping the shark. I think it's it. I, I just I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the bold, but it looks did great. I, did I remember to mention out loud last week that I feel like the chest windows should be either smoke or amber colored to match the original toy but instead of blue? I do not think you did, but that's also a good point. Yeah, just like it's not quite there. It, it's, yeah, it was blue and it was blue. What New Year's convoy? Is yeah, that, in, that was, yeah, in yeah. Action Master. Uh, uh, yes, I think so. Okay. But uh, uh, the, yeah, the original toy, of course, had like I think either like gray or yellow plastic, depending on what version you got. And, and or, like, if you want to, if you want to get technical about Power Master, also had blue chest windows, yeah. but those weren't uh, the actual yeah. truck stickers. Windows. If yeah. they wanted to do one of these with blue chest windows and red eyes, that would be you know to be Power Master Optimus Prime. I don't I want to still want to buy be, it, but it would be interesting. Yeah. That'd be interesting and weird. Mm-hmm. It, it would make as much sense as doing the, you know, Uber Sunbow Masterpiece Optimus Prime in Toy Deco does anyway. Modif- so, like, yeah. why not? Modify it and give it a, like, a, uh, a Haikyuu or a Jinrai. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that I don't, yeah, that, that, those eyes just really don't work. It's, it's, it's a, like a good eyes. idea. I like the eyes. I'm not going to lie, but it's, it's not like the toy. I yeah. don't like that, uh, a lot of the, uh, the detail on it are stickers because uh, in some pictures they don't, he doesn't have it. So they're definitely it's stickers sp- and not supposed to the toy. It's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. But on a masterpiece, I expect 
tampos and not stickers that are going to probably sometimes stickers look right damaged so yeah. I, i'm not i'm not on that fence uh, I, stickers never look right it's always better as a tampo to me um there are times that i feel like stickers look okay but also they have to be really good quality stickers a and b with something with this many moving parts they're yeah they're probably going to get scraped like you said uh-huh. i mean yeah. i think it looks great i i would buy if they if the stickers were tampos and the eyes weren't glaringly yellow uh <laughs> they have I, to be I yellow would, to be toy though that's the problem i i know i would yeah. buy this because i think it looks interesting with the extra details i think the place on a masterpiece like this where stickers would be appropriate versus tampos would be if this had the trailer and you have the combat deck uh stickers on the inside and the you know big optimus sticker on yeah. the outside of it like mm-hmm. that's what feels right to me for that not so much like on the robot itself sorry you know what, go ahead you know what deco i would buy this in that they will never make because it's not an official toy the Captain korean America? g2 optimus prime oh oh <laughs> like in which it don do you have do you have that is the korean g2 knockoff bigger than mp44 i never bought that okay i saw tons of them at botcom but yeah. it's like there was more important stuff to buy at the time i think it's about the same size maybe a little smaller but i would buy i might buy it in that what if they painted this one like the ghostbusters mp10 nope no uh-uh. don't care what if they remolded this to be dark awakening heather not yes i i will buy <laughs> anything dark awakening Oh, it's very possible, Chris. You might see some kind of third-party upgrade kit. Okay, that, but that's not the same thing. I know. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just, is that really I'm an just, upgrade, though? Uh, the soldering it's, iron and it's like, sandpaper. Grade, it's, a, it's a lateral digivolution. That's what it is. Just sort of a lateral. slide evolution. Slide evolution. Thank you. Even third yeah. parties haven't touched that figure yet. Like someone needs to do it. I want to give someone money. <laughs> the third yeah. parties might be reluctant to do anything MP44 related just because of the high. Startup investment. Somebody would have to make oh, just the design. MP44 yeah, design. Well, yeah. yeah, they they've all made their own masterpiece Optimus Primes anyway. So, but I'm looking at Transform Element, Master, Master, or Magic Square. All those that have done a Prime, do it in you know, do a Dark Awakening Prime, please. It's all I want for Christmas. All you want for Christmas is Dead Zombie Prime. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so the other masterpiece while uh, we're here. Rigor, this is rigorous. what I want to hear Matt's thoughts on. You might have heard my thoughts on it last week. Yeah. Well, these are better pictures than what we saw last week. True. So. Has this well, changed your thoughts, Matt? I mean, I haven't seen the pictures we're talking about, and I can't seem to pull them up on my iPad. So uh, I, I don't really have any thoughts. It looks nice. Yeah, I can't get the website to uh, the Takara website to have a secure connection for me, so I can't open them either. That's weird. Yeah. I think yeah. it looks better this way. Honestly, um, I think. I, I mean, I'm not crazy about it being a Decepticon. I really wish they would stop applying factions to the uh, to the Diaclone things and just yeah. leave them be Diaclone. But yeah, it's not the end of the world. I, yeah. I will buy it. I would like the Generations version now, please. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would buy that too. Hint. Yeah. Hint. Uh huh. Yeah. So- give me. Give me Generations Rigorous. Give me Generations Reboost. Give me. Uh, yes, they have official names. So yeah, yeah. Have at it, design teams. Because so, yeah. we've got the blue and the red. We got red lift ticket. I'm just thinking die clones in general. Yeah, blue, blue trailbreaker. 
Yeah. So this, I mean, it, I can't, I can't see them not. I don't, they made a set of two dead, two dying Autobots. We've got a possible another set of that coming out next year. I got a feeling they're going to do this. We already have a dead Optimus Prime. We've had that for years. I yeah. love the vehicle mode. Yeah, that is spooky. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it looks really nice. It does. I'm, I'm almost tempted to get this, even though I've got the uh, the Ocular Max uh, version they did a couple of years ago for TFCon, because that does look really good. But I'm, I'm going to hold out for a, a color that I don't have. Yeah, I don't want to own this, but it sure is nice to look at. Yeah. Um, I See, I'm down to pretty much just buying the Diaclone Masterpieces at this point. Okay. So. And, like, I kind of dig that they made another new Decepticon character, and apparently this is a Decepticon Medic also, which is another, like, underrepresented kind of uh, function in Decepticons overall. Hey Chris, like I'm you, on board with the with the fiction behind us. Hey Chris, can you run things for a second while my kid is above my head stomping loudly and I mute? Ah, good times. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and go go take your business. Uh, so MP44S is going to be thirty thousand yen, and Rigorous is going to be twenty two thousand yen. So it doesn't feel like we're saving all that much on uh, MP44 with the trailer being omitted. I guess this is about the same price that Nemesis Prime was, but like, it feels like a lot for not a ton, don't you think? Uh, I wasn't expecting that that much out of the Trailbreaker mold. As a matter of fact, uh, I might have to might have to wait for that one. Yeah, well, I mean, how much did how much did Trailbreaker run when it came out? I don't know. I didn't buy him. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. That yeah, that's very fair yeah i don't remember off the top of my head what that actually was i've seen i, I think it was tra- probably not too different from that though uh, it was trailbreaker went up for about 160 to 180 but i've seen them as low as 135 or 40 on sale wait it was that much Masterpiece, yeah, I, yeah masterpieces Master- are getting stupid expensive yeah masterpiece trailbreaker was about one i when i looked at them because I was getting fans, fans toys outrider. It was about one fifty to one eighty at most places. It costs a lot of money to make something that unpleasant to transform. Yeah, I mean that's that's an interesting way of looking at it, but it's pretty correct. Yeah, because with it with it looking, because I didn't get that one because there's too much hoist in that trailbreaker, and that's not the trailbreaker I wanted to get. MRP seventy three is asking: Is there a Diaclone purple grimace trailbreaker? Unfortunately, no. I think we've about exhausted the trail breakers. Um, there is a uh, there's a blue hoist variant though that could still be made at some point. Uh, so like you know, a very few of the diaclones came out with only one colorway. Hound is notable for being among that group. Some of uh, them are most, very rare too. Yeah. Um, but like most of the diaclones, there's a lot of colors to draw from collectively. So like there's uh, plenty of depth to plumb for that if they want to keep making new characters. And as we talk about a lot on the show, like I for one am very happy to see like new characters be developed and incorporated back into G1. Like it keeps things interesting in this age of like it's 1984 forever. <laughs> but that, you know maybe that's just me. Yeah, not everything had like seven different decos like the Honda City Turbo did. Yeah, well, of course they would do that for you know the best. Yeah, and the, the only thing is, I don't think there was a lot. I don't think Argentina and the South American countries had 
a lot of color variations outside of the mini bots. I think that's where most of their color variations went. I don't remember any of that. Well, that's like most of what's recorded for their toy releases is the mini vehicles. Yeah. Diaclone Black Tracks, I believe, may have been like a European exclusive. Finland, if I remember right, from like one store in Finland. Um, If anyone wants to go and learn more about that, Maz, on Maz the is an excellent blog. source of info for, for basically all has, Yeah, Maz basically has the definitive history of black tracks. Um, so, like, definitely go search uh, the the TF1 blog that he writes. Uh, that article will be up there somewhere. I sorry, I don't have a more specific link to hand at the moment for that, but it's a very interesting read. Maz has a lot of content like that. I highly, highly recommend that if you're into like. Interesting and obscure toy history stuff. I, I certainly am. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So moving along, we have um some uh, design notes on the Thunder Machine Soundwave GI Joe collab coming up uh, from Ben McCray. Um. So like, there's no new pictures or anything, but uh, Ben does go into some uh bullet points for the development of the toy. So. Uh, Zartan and Zarena are all new O-Ring figures, uh, created based on the originals, but they updated them as needed, and they both will come on their own blister cards in the package, uh, like Baroness did. Hmm. Awesome. They'll be going, going on eBay as soon as I get that, as soon as I get Soundwave. Um, the Ravage that's included, he confirms, is the Masterpiece Ravage mold. It still transforms, of course, because it's the Masterpiece Ravage mold, and it is blue on purpose. Ben says that Ravage was supposed to be blue in G1, which is new knowledge on me, but I know I know in Marvel G1 most you know, in old comics, most things that were black got colored as blue for, you know, legibility. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's where um like Garboil came from, uh, with the e hobby stuff from the unused original color concept for Ravage, but like it, you know, pretty much boils down to the same thing. But yes, this um, this would totally work as a master masterpiece um he says sounding for the functioning cassette door ravage fits inside which means any masterpiece cassette you have will fit inside thunder machine Soundwave. um the rocket on the back is supposed to double as Soundwave sonic cannon uh he also specifies the height is 10 inches so like a commander but not you know actually a commander um and ben also personally pushed really hard for the chain accessory so if you have baroness from the his tank last year you can recreate the comic cover that all that was uh, inspired by. Do we know more about who actually designed these now? I don't think so. Like, obviously, Ben was involved. Right. So Ben's marketing, of course. But yeah. it's not It's not like it was just in a vacuum, somebody did this without input from the Transformers team. Right, exactly. So it would be great if we could actually speak to the people that designed it to get yeah, more insights. So. I agree. Um you know, we get a conference call again in the near future, and one of us attends it. It's something we should definitely bring up. Uh, yeah. The same as uh, it was brought up in the last one. Like, we would like to talk to the team that does the, you know, kid-focused toy lines up, yeah. the Earth Spark, the Rise of the Beast mainline stuff. We'd like to get a chance to talk to them too. Um, yeah, but of yeah, course. like just finding out who worked on the designs, uh, the design concepts for the collaborative figures would be great, also. We actually got the G1 Ravage toy released in blue, right? In one of those Japanese sets? Yeah, Garboil. Yeah. yeah. Or Howlback, maybe? One of the two. Wasn't Garboil the laser beak mold? Maybe, so Howlback then. Yeah. I 
I yeah. want to say there was a micro change blue version of Ravage as well. If there was not, I, I know that there were several knockoffs that were. Yeah, I kind of right. just I just kind of want you know the the masterpiece Ravage to to be a you know a generic ETF, ETF and Jared are saying it's Hellback, which makes yeah. sense with okay. the name. Thank you guys. Um. Oh yeah, and Panda Strong actually found what looks like an Instagram post with. I guess an original uh, character model for Ravage showing this blue and red coloration like the Thunder Machine Soundwave Ravage has. So there you go. Today we learned. If this looks great, I mean, the Thunder Machine itself, I mentioned this before, it looks a little too clean. But, you know, what do you expect for this? Uh, You can always fix that. The the colors are a little too saturated. Like, they should be dingier. God, I I hope that these uh, get better. It would be like it would be really nice if I could like thin down my collection where I just collected these. My collection would be like five pieces and I could call it a day. Uh, yeah, well, just wait until the collaborative Omega Supreme Defiant. Oh, God. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'd rather have Skylinks. Legacy bludgeon behind the scenes from Mark. Ah, huh, yeah. Does, it, does this make anybody feel any better? I love the um, face sculpt. The head sculpt is good. Unfortunately, the rest of it is Tarn. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's sort of the problem here. It's Halloween Tarn. They tried. They colored it, and I, I like it because of the colors in the head and the head sculpt. So I'll buy it no matter what. Okay. In in complete fairness here, I would be better about this if they had completely changed the chest piece on this to be more specifically bludgeon. You know, apparently what they have done with this is try to blend Tarn and Bludgeon into a single into a single part to use for both toys. When I think they really should have had one chest plate each for the two characters um you know that little detail by itself would make me a little bit better on what they've done here it feels a little bit short changed as is the problem is like this mold is extremely poseable and it looks really good the way they've been presenting it in their photos Mm -hmm. as bludgeon because of the extreme posing and like that by itself kind of makes me want it except for the shoulders which are jointed backwards from how they should be so that's actually a little bit limited but like overall it poses so well and like that just feels so right for bludgeon of all characters i i wish this was a better bludgeon because i do kind of want it and i hate that i kind of want it will i buy it remains to be seen now i'm getting it i guess Hmm. uh so uh this super 7 sdcc exclusive super cyborg goodbye megatron um the shirt is wonderful I'm not yeah. going to lie. I love the Goodbye Megatron, Megatron shirt with the box art. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that I really get the the Super Cyborg. Ah, well, I understand this perfectly. You see, they have this mold for Super Cyborg Megatron, and they need to run it again to cut down their costs on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see, there's another variant of Megatron that they haven't done yet. <laughs> okay. I mean, so in that case, let's just do Megaplex and all the other stuff too. Uh well, okay, so Megaplex is just uh the original e hobby Megaplex was the Megatron with blue parts, which was the normal Japanese release in G1. Um so like basically this is Super Cyborg Megaplex just is by a blue? different name. Is that is I believe it blue it's in the to, I believe it's supposed to be. Huh. Okay. Can I can I request Safety Megatron? Can, can oh, we that, can we get Safety yes, Megatron of this? Yes. The thing is though if they haven't done that with red yet, probably it's not going to be, you know, super cyborg either, unfortunately. But yeah, I would love to see safety Megatron colors 
make a comeback. The uh, the reissue that never toy, was. Really. Any toy would do. Yeah, yeah, except, sure. Except the Siege Earthrise mold, which is where we'll probably see no, it anyway. No, it'll be that one. It'll be that one. No, that color scheme would make me consider it. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. So let's see here. So is it gray? This Megatron gray then instead of the silver? It's not green. Yeah, I think that's how that works. It's not green. Yeah. It's it's a it's a little off. Like it just seems I don't know. But the shirt did they have a picture of the shirt here? Um there's another link with the picture of the shirt. The shirt is pretty Yeah, the shirt's pretty cool. There was also it's not in the show notes because the website was broken um at the time of putting the notes together. New Zealand Mint is doing another one of those uh non currency coins, oh, those silver coins. Uh Starscream this time. Mm. I was going to put in the show notes to bother you with, but the uh, site CSS was broken, so uh, you couldn't actually like see anything on the page. One news item that we didn't capture in the show notes, um, Transformers Rise of the Beast went on uh, streaming at home, like it's the, the dual in theater while still in theaters thing where you can buy it. But it's only like 20 or 25 bucks, so it wasn't that bad. I've actually, I got it yesterday and I've actually watched it again. And still enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I, I was watching Bumblebee again as well. So I think, I don't think, I don't think, uh, Rise of the Beast hits the same highs as mm-hmm. Bumblebee, but overall it feels more like a Transformers movie. And, okay. but, but the thing is, I think Bumblebee looks better. Interesting. Yeah. I think, I mean, Bumblebee- okay. That could make sense because for one thing, Rise of the Beast is a different, uh, production studio, I think, uh, doing the visual effects. Also, there's just, you know, fewer um, robot characters in Bumblebee, so they could give more attention to each individual character that they might not have for Rise of the Beast. Yeah. I mean, and there's so much going on. There's so many things going on, and yeah, to your point, in in the movie, that is, yeah, but everything is crisp and clean and clear in Bumblebee, but it just just feels more like what? It feels more like something that, like a realization of a G1 season one episode, sort of. With some modern sensibilities. Okay. I mean, it's not I mean, high art, the, but it's okay. I mean, the Bumblebee movie feels, you know, kind of like the girl who loves Power Glide, but as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they both kind of have it going on. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Any other news or anything we want to mention before we jump to what we got this week? Hasbro Pulse has opened up to the entirety of the EU today, apparently. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and jump to what we got this week. Uh, let's start with Matt. Okay. Um. So I picked up a Marvel Legend for myself. So I picked up a Chamber from Generation X. I was a Generation X collector as a teenager, and Chamber was my favorite out of the characters. Uh, pretty good, uh, like really good face sculpt with the effect and everything of the the just the energy furnace that is his chest and neck. Um, other than that, it is on the uh, like the lower body is just a suit body with the feet that everybody has trouble standing. But other than that, I really like him. So Transformers related, I got myself another scrapbook. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, and I was at Target yesterday, so I picked up the last um, Origins Jazz they had. Oh, cool. uh, Buzzworthy okay. Bumblebee Jazz. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he was the last one and marked at like $17, I think. You didn't get it before? No, not bad. No, I got it yesterday. That's why I'm talking about it now. Okay. It's what we got this week. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if it was like a. No- you didn't say it was another one. I like that no. toy. Uh, it's fine. Like I'm not. I'm not in love with it. Like I, they're they're fine. But hey, uh, Mickey actually found me one uh, at one of his local targets for twelve forty nine, and 
I assume for twelve forty nine, I'm going to love it a lot. I'd probably like it better if it cost me twelve forty nine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But like, it doesn't do anything spectacular. It does feel like a little uncomfortable. Like I believe Dawn said, like getting some stuff in line to to snap together. Like I, it could it could be a little smoother. But 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 he looks. They got closer than I ever thought they would to get that design that was on screen for all of yeah, maybe five yeah, they, seconds. They, they nailed the look. I will give them that. It's good job. But uh, yeah, that's it for me this week. Yeah, just like Origins Bumblebee, it's kind of amazing like where they're at with the engineering that they can squeeze out the cartoon robot modes from those nonsense made-up vehicle forms. Yeah. Uh, Don, what about you? What'd you get? Okay. Uh, got a eclectic mix again, like I always do. Take a drink, right. everybody. Uh, got two of the last three figures I need for this uh, set. I got Eric from the Anim- Dungeons & Dragons animated series. And I got the most important character so far. My character, the one I related to the most, Presto. Is that a Transformer? It transformed my wallets from full to empty. That's not back again. Not back again. (laughs) But uh, so so all all I need is Sheila. And finally, I will have a complete set of Dungeons and Dragons animated uh, figures for first time in 40 plus years. Nice. Uh, Took advantage of a. Amazon sale, tfredo.net slash Amazon. I uh, picked up Stalker, Sergeant Stalker, for like 16 bucks. 17. Cool. 17, yeah. Didn't have him. Um, from Hasbro, I got Shipwreck, one of my other favorite Joes. Not not with a window, unfortunately. It's Yeah, unfortunately. but And then I also got today my Arctic Bat. Where did that one. come from? Uh, that was Pulse as well. Hey, Don, what number is that? 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and transformer wise, I got Axel Grease. Cool. And I got my legacy Senator uh, Shockwave Optimus Prime two pack. Whereas, because last week I was a victim of the Amazon switch and got ordered this and got Megatron uh, Rat Bat. You know so, what my uh, solution to that problem was? Not ordering Amazon. Them? I canceled both my pre-orders. Yeah. Well, I thought I had fair. I thought I had done that, but last week when I got the wrong one, I looked I looked on Pulse and they were sold out. So I went to Amazon and ordered the Rat Bat and then I got this one. So hopefully it's fixed because if you look in your order in my order history, the picture's changed. Whereas it showed previously that I ordered this set but got Rat Bat, it now shows I ordered Rat Bat then. So apparently it's fixed. It, it it does seem to have been corrected. Um, yesterday they flipped around the information on both listings, uh, and someone did report yesterday morning having gotten the actual toy they ordered from one of those updated listings. So it does seem like the problem has finally been solved. Maybe in the U.S. at least we don't really know for the international uh, Amazon uh, equivalents. At least in the U.S., if you order a Rat Bat and Megatron, you'll probably get that. And uh, that's all I got because everything else is pending or delayed, even though it was showing in stock. Thanks, Walmart. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Uh, Rob, what about you? Uh, I got a fair amount of stuff. Um, 
I got the uh, I got the first like non robot Bandai model kits I've gotten in forever. I got the two main characters from uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Witch from Mercury. Uh, the instructions warn you that their hairstyles are are molded accurate to the show, and yes, they are both very pointy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, decent little kits, not uh, not bad at all. Um, also got uh. Uh, so I got some uh, DVDs on, or Blu-rays rather on uh, Prime Day. Uh, they had a collection of like the first five Marx Brothers movies for fifteen bucks. I got uh, what the hell else did I get? Uh, I I had pre-ordered Shin Ultraman that showed up today. Oh yeah, I also grabbed the uh, Max Fleischer uh, Superman uh, cartoons on Blu-ray. Since I need they've to watch new, that. Yeah, they did a new remaster of that the last couple of months. So I, I, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched any of them yet. Yeah, same here. I got yeah. it. I just didn't watch it. Yeah. Diecast, what about you? Ooh, I got from a very nice person. I think it's Rob. Uh, that was I me. I got Mr. Shazam, uh, the McFarlane uh, toy. Uh, they, McFarlane's doing a killer job with these toys, and Shazam looks so nice. And because it's a current movie, it's I, I always try and get the current movie characters. Um, so actually, I have to put up a shelf this weekend that way i can put a couple of these movie figures on that shelf because i have them in boxes like this and there's a couple that i'm like dad they're definitely all going on that one shelf yeah those two movies were actually better than i thought they would be yeah i like the second one better than the first and i like the first one i haven't watched the second one yet so thank you so much rob i'm glad you like it uh then i also got little nemesis prime the little uh legend scale uh prime he was like six bucks on amazon um he was also on the amazon's uh prime day sale but i actually picked it up a couple days before that for the same price um and because of last week when don got uh studio series 100 bumblebee and i found out that there was a uh newer painted face that looks a little bit better because it's one of my favorite molds, uh, favorite deluxe molds in a while, I had to go and uh, order another one with the newer face. And it's funny, the, the old face sculpts, when you look at it, uh, or the, I guess it's the same sculpt, just uh-huh. more paint. Yeah. Um, it makes Bumblebee look younger with the with the original paint job and then the newer one it it makes him look a little older a little bit more refined it's it's Mm. weird um but like i said it's one of my favorite molds recently so i had no problem getting another one with the with the right face paint and then last but not least i got the japan version fans toys thomas uh which is the full white and black shuttle, which I think I think looks great. Uh, so that's actually how I'm gonna display him in shuttle mode. Uh, for that's why I picked up this up color scheme. Yeah, I've seen that on sale for about one ninety nine, and I would love to get it, but I've got the fir- the original version, and I haven't even o- haven't even opened it up yet. So because of that. But uh, that that's a great looking figure in those colors. I just don't need two of those at that price. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that's all I got. Oh, Chris, what'd you get? Okay, so if I can go in some kind of order here. Um 
I believe it was one of our Discord people, tfradio.net slash Discord, who pointed out that Target had um, Studio Series Battle Trap on sale for like $30. So I uh, put in an order for that. Brian did too. He's holding one up right now. Um, so not a great experience with this. Mine's a little bit misassembled. The, um, the right-hand side of the hood or chest doesn't sit right. The light bar has two of the same hinge so that it won't fold up correctly in vehicle mode. And, like, probably some of it is to do with the misassemblies, but, like, the vehicle mode itself, besides just having a really not-fun transformation process, um, like, it does not hold together or square up very well for me. Um, so I actually was going to uh, try to exchange this for a not-misassembled one. Target sold out of them. So I decided, okay, I will just, uh, you know, try to get a refund for it you know, take it back to a store here at some point or uh, send it back if they'll give me a label. So I uh, went in to do the refund process and they uh, gave me my refund and said, yeah, don't bother sending it back because I was reporting, I was refunding it for being defective because it's misassembled. So I have a free defective battle oh, trap. Oh, cool. Go nice. Um, I wish I liked it more than I did. I have um, an order in on Amazon now for another one that hopefully will come assembled correctly. And hopefully that will be a little bit more positive experience for me because, like, visually, I love, I love Battle Trap's design. I love the you know heavy tow truck alternate mode. Like, there's a lot about this that I want to like. Just the execution of the copy I have left me feeling a little bit um, cold, unfortunately. So hopefully that will get better with uh, the next copy whenever that comes in. Amazon temporarily on stock, but I love it, but I've not transformed it. As a robot, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, maybe just stick with that then. Yep. <laughs> what again? It's a real shame though, because I love the vehicle mode they picked out for this. Oh yeah. If it worked better, I would be so so happy with that. I wish the ball. Um, I wish the mace was on a chain. Yeah. Okay. So the problem with that is they the include flail. the chain accessory with um, Studio Series Leader Optimus Primal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. They pre- they presented that in the stream like you can connect the swords to the the articulated chain flail piece that comes with it, but it's really intended to go with battle trap, just like the axe that Optimus Primal comes with is intended for the Studio Series one oh whatever Voyager Optimus Prime that's the target exclusive coming up. They basically just you know shoehorned in some extra accessories they couldn't fit with the individual toys, and so it's leader Optimus Primal and small accessory pack basically uh going on from that i also had pre-ordered when the listings first went up from amazon the ratbat and minor megatron 2 pack so naturally last week when that got delivered i got uh orion packs and sander shockwave instead uh so i spent an hour on um the support chat with amazon between their automated system and an actual person trying to get some sort of resolution on that, which ended up being they could not, like, have me send it back and replace it with the Ratbat and Megatron that I actually ordered, but they did tell me, okay, just keep it more refund you, because if you try to send this back, it's going to be, like, a hassle because it's not the item that is on listed on the order, so it's going to be, like, jumping through hoops, so they just gave me a no-return refund on that to save everybody the problem. So yes. I have that two-pack in there, which I still have not opened, because I never intended to get it anyway, but, you know, <laughs> it's around and I will probably mess with it at some point. 
Uh, if you can't tell, this is going in order of like least satisfying to most satisfying purchases over the last week, or things I received in the last week. So next up is Beachcomber, which I actually expected to have in time for last week's show, but no, FedEx decided to just sit on their hands with my package uh, instead of delivering it the day early they said they were going to. Um, All right, I mean, I ordered it from Pulse last week, and they still haven't shipped mine, so. <laughs> my problem with this Beachcomber is that it's basically the same engineering as Power of the Prime's Beachcomber, but it's not as fun to transform. I didn't care for the transformation. Yeah, like, the robot mode on this looks fantastic. Like, absolutely, they nailed what Beachcomber looks like. It's great proportions. The articulation is very good on it. Like, I love the way this robot mode looks. Transforming it is just not an enjoyable process for me. It's a little bit gummy in places. Yeah. I have, it, it takes a little bit more force than I want to to get things to tab the way they're supposed to. And honestly, I like the way the Power of the Primes Beachcomber vehicle mode looks more than I like the way this one looks. Now, all that being said, will I buy this again if they do it in G2 colors? Of course. Yes, absolutely I will. <laughs> I love Andy's Mint Beachcomber. Yeah, it's just, uh, but like, it's a little disappointing when you look down from the top and you see the gaps between the arm and the body. It's it's like it's not a solid kind of vehicle mode either. Yeah, and I feel like the Power of the Primes one didn't have as many body panel gaps like that. Like, that's kind of my hang-up with this. I've had the Power of the Primes one for a long time now. I loved that toy when it came out. I thought it was really, really good. And, like, you'd expect the Deluxe would be able to at least live up to and match that, but this doesn't feel like it's really doing it. If I didn't ever have that Power of the Primes one, I would probably not really have any problem with how this one turned out. I just have, like, something to compare this to that I feel like is very distinctly better. And that's kind of... It may be unfair to this toy, but, like, you know, I, I still have a problem with it that way. The uh, The little parakeet thing is novel i guess like it doesn't really do anything for me in particular as an accessory right now i have it uh jammed under the end of beachcomber's gun which he shouldn't even have i got to thinking about this uh while i was waiting for it to get shipped when i like instead of a gun they should have had that grill unfold out into like a metal detector or something like you know lean into the beachcomber name like you know give him something give him an accessory but give him something you know a little bit more passive like that that actually fits the character um, yeah, and it's not even that good of a gun accessory too, because it really is just the grill piece uh, of the uh, dune buggy with a gun barrel and a handle stuck onto it. Like it's it's not that good. Chris, a lot of people when Beachcomber was announced was thinking we might be able to get the TriggerCon ruckus from this. Do you think that's possible after handling it in person? I mean, I don't see why they couldn't. Like they made crankcase out of skids, so like. Obviously, anything's on the table. I don't know that I necessarily think it would be good at that, but they certainly could try. I mean, I suppose with the way the arms work and, you know, come from the back of the vehicle, like, there would be a way to get the trigger con guns probably to work for both modes. But, like, I don't know if I would even want them to try to do that. Like, I'd rather have the G2 colors. Yeah, agreed. I mean, um, I, I could see him just if they did it. And I think we talked about that before. I could just see them do it in the deco and not actually try to do the gimmick. And then I got the uh, the highlight of this batch of toys, which is Legacy DevCon. Ah. Which, if you would have told me I would be this happy with a DevCon that was heavily retooled from a blur, I would have looked at you extremely confusedly. Because um, none of that sentence really makes sense to me in isolation. But, like, 
this works so well for what they have done with this. And just to have this in hand and look at how the construction works, um, like, the parts of blur that are left is the nylon part of the torso, the thighs, I think, and a little bit of the elbow structure. So, like, there's hinges left over in the torso that don't do anything anymore because they're not for that purpose. Like, Blur had those uh, panels that the shoulders would connect to to widen the torso out, and then they would form part of the feet of the uh, hover car mode. Those aren't there anymore, so those hinges just kind of exist and sort of, like, stabilize the new chest piece, I guess, that goes yes, over all that. purely structural now. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how they repurposed uh, parts from that nylon sprue that they retained from Blur and made the new parts work all around it. Like, just from um, an engineering problem standpoint, this toy is really interesting. And, like, the execution of it is just really, really good. It's got new, um, like, jet engine uh, accessory parts that can peg on in various places and the large cannon uh, that can be a handgun, it can be an arm cannon, or it can be underslung under the nose of the spaceship mode. And, like, we were talking about this some last week, I think, about how the colors came out, and they're pretty close to what DevCon looked like in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. The shade of the blue is a little bit off, but I don't mind that, because I really like the shade of blue that they actually used uh, on the toy. Uh, the reds are very close, though, and, like, to get reds right in reproduction like that is very difficult. Uh, red pigments are like really hard to work with on different materials. So all this red paint came out really nice. Even the red shade on the nylon parts, um, the robot feet, like even that is surprisingly close to the quality of the red paint, even if it is a little bit more dull as the nylon part is always going to be. You're never going to get the same vibrant colors out of nylon. But like to have the arms just hanging off the side as the like engine pods from DevCon's cartoon model. I never would have expected a blur to work this well as this character, but having it in hand and messing with it, like I could not imagine them doing a better DevCon toy than this. It is so so weird, but I'm like super happy with how this turned out. Yeah, no, they they got it right the first time. They don't need to try again. Yes, please. We we don't need that again. Yeah, <laughs> we, we the, don't uh, need to repeat anytime soon. I posted this on Twitter last week, but this may not be the my del- deluxe of the year in terms of doing something new, but it's probably the deluxe or the figure so far in recent memory. That's maybe the happiest to get. Yeah, that makes sense. I can agree with that. I was hoping to have snarl uh, this week because pulse did charge me for that. They haven't shipped it yet. Uh, Hopefully I'll have that to talk about next week, but I believe that's everything I have to cover. Oh, uh, one other minor thing I did just remember uh, Wolga Walmart has the uh, Playmate Star Trek figures marked down to $5 each, so I finally picked up a con. I haven't oh, nice. opened it, but I own one now. Oh, and that's all. Oh, uh, let's see here. You mentioned, like I said, uh, Battle Trap, Beachcomber, and DevCon. I also got. Um, I don't have a lot of thoughts on DevCon. I haven't really spent a lot of time with it. I haven't transformed it yet. Basically, none of these have I had time to transform. Um, DevCon's a good transformation experience. DevCon is exactly what DevCon needed to be. Yes. For whatever reason, I kind of visualized it. Of not not this specific toy, but like a DevCon toy being a little larger. Um, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see where you'd come from on that. 
Like, I think this pairs well with the smoke screen we have, though. Yeah. So while I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain this in a second, but I am uh, skimming a seller's feedback on eBay before I talk about the toy. Something I bought that I want to talk about, okay. but I'm just checking to see if anybody else had this issue. Okay. Um, let me just move ahead. So I got uh, Leader Snarl. Nice. Very nice. Um, I don't know if he's, he's, I don't know if he's my favorite, but no he's, issues. He is. Like, he's your favorite. No issues that like I had with Sludge. Yeah. He's definitely a step, a step or two up above the issue with then Sludge. Yeah. Which hurts me to say that, but it's, it's, it's true. From Amazon Japan, I got Voyager Optimus Primal from Rise of the Beast. Um, it took way longer to ship than it should have. It didn't ship EMS. It shipped some other, I didn't ship EMS or DHL. It shipped some other service. Um, it's okay. I got it less than, uh, even with shipping out of Japan, I got it less than for what it goes for on eBay. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, for class, uh, swoop. You're holding it off camera, holding it off camera, which, yeah, it's, uh, as I'm it's going, an audio podcast. Yeah, as I'm going through my box of stuff. Um, junk heat. <laughs> Rub it against heat. the microphone. That'll, yeah. that'll be. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Axel Reese. Uh, I haven't had a chance to transformer. So, um, dirge. This is like a pre-order arrival week. Uh, um, diecast stepped away, but I wanted to comment on something he said last week about, um, what, uh, Dion and Ariel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the arms fall off clearly on Dion. Oh, they sure do. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> well. But Brian's Dion is completely disarmed for the for the context of our audio audience. Yeah, uh, but I think Diecast used the word fragile for Ariel. That's exactly how I would describe her. Hmm. Uh, I'm afraid to touch it. Like, it, I don't know if it's the mold or like when they do these separate issues that like they do something different with the plastic, but she just feels off. Now, like I said last week, I never messed with the RC, but the Road Rocket I got off of that RC mold. And that aerial feel the same to me. They both just feel really, really fragile. It be, yeah, it's I also thought, thin I thought my word rocket felt delicate too. Yeah, it, especially in the like the big strut parts of the legs that are all nylon plastic. That's interesting because I thought road rocket actually felt pretty good. Also, uh, also on my road rocket, the like front of the motorcycle tended to fall off the back a fair bit. But mm. oh, I think I think every instance of that mold is like that. Fair. Let's see here, core class snarl. I mean, scar. Pardon me. Scarl. Scarl. Uh, the what? It's not Weaponizer. It's not Core, core Class. The little gun Optimus Primal. Battlemaster? Battlemaster. Sorry, I couldn't think. Yeah. I like it. It Pretty doesn't help toy. that at my Walmart, they decided to stock all of those Battlemasters on the Core Class pegs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and Shipwreck and Arctic Bat came. Arctic Bat is pretty nice. Nice. Um, and Anniversary Gift. Kim was like, what do you want? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy myself some Transformers. So, um, box, the box is rough, but Target Master Cup, I'm filling in gaps and stuff I don't have. Oh, nice. So I have a, my vintage tool, my vintage cup feels really rough I and mean, it looks okay, but it just, this feels so much better in hand. Hmm. I've got a mitten box cup from Japan that I don't know that I've even opened it, but this feels so good and smooth. I am very pleased with it. How uh, rough is the box? It looked pretty decent from the little bit we there, could there's see at the front. N- there's, there's no window. It's a it's, it's ah. yeah, so oh yeah, I see. And Rob was talking about kickback with his uh symbols uh close to each other. It made me think of Ransack, which is my first deluxe, deluxe Insecticon in the chest. 
Uh, they're they're the oh, symbols geez. immediately beside of each other. I did not realize that. Yeah, it, is that how it's supposed to be? Um, <clears throat> I don't know, but well, yeah. I mean, so this one, the um, the one on the box, yeah. Uh, the the rub sign is where the stickered one is here. So I don't know okay. if that was intentional or not. Um, Don, also one thing I wanted to mention about Cup, the uh, sticker on it is from Service Merchandise. Ah, <laughs> nice. Awesome. How much How much was that, Brian? It was, was it, originally ten ninety seven. Ten ninety seven. yep. Yeah. That sounds right. Oh, nice. Uh, and, yeah, actually, Don, come to think of it, my Beast Wars uh, Fuser Silver Bolt I got from a Service Merchandise. Uh, it, seeing that tag makes me feel so nostalgic. The <laughs> last thing I got, it's not a hole, but it's something I wanted. I already have the toy, but I wanted it boxed. And it, the box is a little rough, but a G1 Metroplex. Ooh. Ooh, cool. Uh, so, Very nice. Yeah, it's complete and everything. It has like the movie poster and stuff in it. Oh, but, sweet. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if that was the, uh, the, the movie poster or the uh, patch, but I think the patch it's just the, came on the, uh, the, the movie, movie box. Am I weird in this? Or like, do you guys feel like maybe with the vintage stuff, it's actually maybe a little preferable to have a slightly dinged up slightly like shell foreign box for an inbox specimen like just to kind of demonstrate and prove age the, like age of the figure like it feels more like a genuine thing if there is some visible like yeah. i don't want to call it deterioration but like just you know proof of its existence that's not like you know this brand new thing that just rolled out like when i, I understand see- wanting like pristine mm-hmm. copies but the the you know the worn corners and a little crease here and there just makes me feel like yeah this is a real thing. Whenever I say pristine G one, I automatically assume and it usually is a Chinese knockoff. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. Back when I used to sell my dad Silver Age Marvel comics on eBay, uh, he used to buy them at a local drugstore that would actually stamp the covers with the date you were supposed to take them off the shelves and return them. So, like, every comic I sold had, had a, like, date in the early 1960s on it. You know, but there's certain things that don't necessarily detract from the value so much. Like, if it was, like, an Avengers number four or something, and it hmm. was, like, an otherwise, it would be, it would be otherwise, like, a 9.5 copy, that would bring it down. But, like, me looking for, like, the price sticker on a box or something, to me, that adds a quality to it rather than takes it away so yeah, yeah it's, I, I, it's provenance yeah yeah i don't i don't think any of his comics were in his good enough shape for it to really matter too much about <laughs> the, about the value i still underpriced those horrendously just but, to unload uh, them just because i didn't know any better and it was oh, okay. before there started to be marvel movies when i should have oh. you know if i had known those, this was going to happen i would have held those for about five years yeah but, you know that is life but yeah, just looking at your Metroplex box while you're talking about it, it's like, yeah, you know, like to me that that's a good example of a box Metroplex. It looks like it's been around a little bit. It looks like it's from the time it came from. Like that's just what I would be looking for in a weird way. And it's just like, am yeah. I odd for that? Yeah. There's, like, there's also the thing like, what if I drop it and ding up the edge? Yeah. You know? Oh well, that's that's the uh, vintage Black Zarek uh, debate <laughs> right there. Yeah. yeah. What if I drop it and suddenly all I own is a box of gold glitter? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, with with this, it's better. It's like it's intact for the most part. Yeah. Like my boxed Optimus Prime has a flap ripped off, and I have to, like, I have to display it a certain way because it has right. to be a, because you 
you can easily see that there's a flap. I kind of want to fill in that hole and get another one eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, that's like uh, that's going like steps too far. But just you know, worn corners, a crease, uh, especially if there's a price tag on it, that's even better. But like you know, just the little signs of shelf wear that like yeah, this sat somewhere, someone owned this. It's been around the block. Like it just feels more right to me. It's yeah. A thing I don't even really think I thought about until I looked at that box, and yeah. And the black Zarek gold glitter thing, too, is like one of my favorite conversations I remember having when John was still here week to week, and I was talking about like the responsibility of basically being the custodian of like rare vintage toys, and how, how like half of us did not even want that responsibility in our lives. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a box, so a boxed black Zarek is not cheap, nope. but it is not as expensive as, say, a, blo- a boxed Grandis or something yeah. like that. Like, it is conceivable that I could put money aside and pick one of those up. Mm-hmm. If I did, I would look at it once. Never <laughs> look at it again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for indulging me on that little trip. I would not. I would not, even though it'd be cheaper, I would not get a loose black Zarak. It would have oh, to, no. I would have oh, to have no. it in the box with the styrofoam. Yeah. 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 So, uh, tfradio.net slash credits. That's where you can see our patrons at the touch tier. Uh, all patrons of Radio Free Cybertron get an ad-free version of the show a day early. Uh, you get a uh, higher bit rate. Uh, you get, I mean, everybody gets to uh, go to our Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. Patrons get like a nice little uh, flag or color change of their name. So as long as their Discord account and their Patreon account are linked. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, but patrons at the touch tier get to be on History on the Five with Rob. Uh, and you also get to be mentioned on the show each week and you get to be listed at tfradio.net slash credits. We appreciate that. So I want to thank everybody who is a patron at that tier. Uh, Kevin Dorsey, AJ, Eric Griffin, Tyrell Gwynn, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Ness, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob, Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, who saw Rise of the Beast in the theaters nine times. Wow. Yeah, Jason Hiley, TJ Petrusi, Hyper Shouta, and Brock Brandt. Thank you all so much. You are awesome. Again, if you want to be a patron of Radio Free Cybertron and be an RSC super fan, go to patreon.com slash TF Radio. Uh, let's see here. I just today posted. Uh, not for our Patreon because it's, I don't, I don't mix the non-transformer stuff in with our Patreon, but I posted a new episode of RPG Lessons Learned. Uh, I'm going to have a new episode, I think now for like the next five weeks. Dusty's recorded several. So, uh, those will be up. Um, Dusty also edits and does everything. All I have to do is let it fly. So thank you, Dusty. Oh, that's, yeah, that's way easier. Yeah, it's way easier. <laughs> um, so that is up. You can, we are on threads, even though. We're not using it really that much yet, uh, but that's at threads.net slash at TF podcast. Uh, I'm on threads. I've been using it a little bit at Brian Kilby, B-R-I-A-N-K-I-L-B-Y. You can find all of our stuff, though, at tfradio.net. Most of my stuff is at briankilby.com. Uh, John DeLuna, who was on the show last week, but not here this week, he is at that John D everywhere. And it's really good to hear John. I love listening to John on the show. We are trying to bully him into being on more often. <laughs> he needs to be on more often. That that would be great. Um, Rob Springer, not here. He is at Rob Springer on Twitter and at ZoneBase.org. And I believe last week I posted, no, uh, week before last, we had posted a new episode of uh, 
Transform Squadron. So that's still up there. Uh, Chris, Discord. Yes, I certainly am in our Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. As I alluded to many times earlier in this episode alone, uh, when like news comes out in between uh, podcast recording, like we'll be talking about it in there like most of the day sometimes. Uh, we had a lot of discourse on the masterpieces mm-hmm. uh, when the stock photos dropped on that. I love talking to our Discord community. They're a great bunch of people. They are. Um, we have nice little conversations about Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I plug our Star Trek channel every week at this time just I, because the new episode's about to come out, and I'm really excited for it. I'm going to get up early this morning, I think, and watch it. Then I'll post my thoughts in the spoiler <laughs> chat. The Star Trek. Still haven't watched last week's episode yet. Um, so last week's episode, I think, might have been the week point of the season so far but it was not a bad episode yeah i'm gonna stress that um i won't get to watch the episode until dinner time tomorrow but it's fine i avoid our spoiler chat until uh until after i watch the episode on thursday so our pal chris triplett just finished star trek discovery season two which i implored him to do so that he can Mm -hmm. watch that before watching strange new worlds what do you think he loved it oh good yeah is he is he a fan of pike now like the rest of us are yes of course good as yeah. as all good people should be. Yeah. Um. Anyway, for uh, social media purposes, um, I'm Chris RTXB on Mastodon social. Um, I'm also on the co-host platform as Chris RTXB, but I don't think anybody's really trying to use that at this point. But I just kind of have what it. What is that? I, um, it's closer to being a Tumblr clone than a Twitter clone, but it has more features for like like actual content sharing. Oh, okay. Um, it's a similar. It's similar to Mastodon in that there's not like any algorithm driving it. So like, you build your follower base, and everybody gets to actually see the stuff you post because they're following you, and you, they want to see the stuff you post. You don't have to like you know fight against like latest versus top post uh, rankings and anything like that. Um, for as much as I'm doing anything on social media, Mastodon more what I'm paying attention to. So if you've been following me, if you followed me on Twitter, find me over there. Follow me. I'm uh, doing pretty good at following back uh, when I'm uh, discovering people, trying to rebuild what I had on Twitter, because even though old tweet that came back and I'm paying a little bit of attention to that, I don't think that's going to last very long because new tweet deck going behind paywall at the end of the month, and I'm not paying this Twitter money for that form of tweet deck, like, in, in no circumstance. So, yeah. on uh, Twitter, uh, yeah. just mentioned, going back, uh, Comet Zombie at Comet Zombie, uh, no E at the end, uh, said, there one there's a star wars has lab debuting at san diego comic-con it sounds like that will be interesting so okay and wonder uh, if this one will fund no we'll see but uh they chimed in on the crazy legs thing and they pointed out and i knew this but it's not exactly the same that cobra commander uh was previously released at retail that came with um has lab hiss but uh there was, it was a released at retail first though yeah that yeah but uh, Yak Face from the Sail Barge is apparently re-released to mainline on a different card back. That okay. I didn't uh, know, and that is very that is good information. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you can find the stuff I've done on the internet at playwithphotography.com. And if you want to do random acts of kindness for me, I have a wish list at tfradio.net/slash/chrislist, which, like all of our Amazon links, is part of the Amazon affiliate program and also contributes to keeping the show going. Besides just making me happy because I get stuff in the mail. Uh, okay, uh, Donald. I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. I also have an Amazon wish list if you would like to take a look at it. Uh, tfradio.net slash Don list. Yay, you got it. 
and two uh, weeks in a row. Two weeks Woo! in a row. Yeah. Josh Wojak sixty four saying that was a new mold in Haslab. I thought it was. The I thought that, commander. Yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was the old one. Oh. Well, okay, but still, either way, it doesn't Jack impact. Face, though. Yeah, it doesn't impact the. Uh, it doesn't impact the thing because you know, but the yak face is the the germane topic. So, okay, Donald, sorry, you done? Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's the only place I can reset for now until. Twitter implodes. And tfradio.net slash Donlist? Yeah, he got that. Oh, okay. We praised him for getting it right. I'm sorry. I was reading that. Yeah, you were reading reading Discord. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Diecast. You're muted, Diecast. You can find me on Twitter (laughs) still (laughs) till uh, till it implodes because I'm loyal and I'll stay till the end. I'm a good friend. Uh, tfradio or at at Diecast too on Twitter. And then you can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and you can see my reviews at youtube.com slash RFC reviews or tfradio.net slash reviews. And I also have an Amazon wish list. It's my birthday as of this recording in 10 days. So uh, that is tfradio.net slash diecast list. Helps the show, helps me, and it's much appreciated. Uh, makes me smile. Diecast, you your basement isn't full enough yet. So speaking of that, <laughs> Kim, my wife, said diecast a house that has a building that's the size of a house adjacent to it that he could put his entire car collection and toy collection in. Ooh, you should buy I that. Think, so I think most people call that a garage. It's a de- so it has a garage and a, and and a detached garage. Oh wow, it's huge. Okay, diecast. Wow. you diecast. You need it. It's not that expensive. It's within your budget. You need a. You need the house. He's. He's not. He's not. He's not going to fight. Okay. I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am. I am back on Twitter for the moment. At Rob Flails, I will stay probably till the water is at least up to my knees. But uh, practically, when yeah, when TweetDeck goes uh, goes to the new model and or for uh, pay only, I'm out. Um, when I figure out where else I'm setting up shop, I will uh, mention it. But until then. <laughs> Uh, come find me on uh, on YouTube at, at Flailthroughs. It's where I cover Gundam Battle Operation 2 for the most part, which is nearing its fifth anniversary, um, which is going to make 11 years I've been covering that series. Holy crap. But wow. uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, new mobile suit every week. If I get it, I, I show it off. If I don't, I describe it at least so you know what you're looking for. And, uh, you know, if you uh, like what I'm doing over there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can throw money at me for it. And if you'd rather, you know, throw solid objects in my general direction, I also have the Amazon list at tfradio.net slash claylist. Cool. Okay. Did I get everybody? Yep. Yeah. We're done. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Night, folks. Good night. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you.
geez, when are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?